On this week's episode of Bungler in the Bus, we're making a Sunrail Collision map, finding out why it's not a good idea to swim in Lake Eola, and the Florida Film Festival starts tonight. We're back with another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. I'm your host, Brendan O'Connor, and filling in for John today is... Scotty Campbell. Hey, Scotty. Hey. You're, lo- you're like a bad habit. I'm happy to be here in John's place, and apparently other people couldn't make it. <laughs> right? I would never say that to you, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. Sabrina couldn't come. Uh, here Jim Hobart's Bungalower- busy shooting things from his airplane. Pictures, I mean. I'm sorry. Should be specific. (laughs) Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about the top things in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That includes wherever we are today, Lake Eola Heights. We're hanging out at Eola General. Eola General. Very nice day to be doing it, too. Waiting for some sandwiches. Yep. Breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, man, because it's breakfast. Messing with your mind since you're hearing this at night, but uh, this is what happened this morning. Yep. Let's do the time warp again, Scotty. Let's do the time warp. I'm having delicious Wavelength coffee, which apparently is from Orlando, I just learned. No, I thought it was from St. Pete, so I didn't know something. You were incorrect. Scotty, do you know any headlines right now? Got any Uh, headlines? Yeah, I've read stuff on Bungalower. Okay, so let's go over it. Okay. Uh... I just want to say congratulations to Marie, who won this week's giveaway on our Instagram at Orlando Bungalower. She will be receiving $150 worth of self-care products from Lucky's Market. Wow. Okay. Thank you to Lucky's Market for donating all those goodies. Thank you, Lucky's Market. Please work faster on the one near us. <laughs> we'll be giving away tickets next week to Taste of Winter Park. So make sure you check out our Instagram on Monday. Ooh. See how you can win those tickets. Food. Uh, our friends at Stasio's are hiring. Yes, Stasio's I saw that. Italian Deli. I saw that. That must be a fun place to work, I would think. I would think. Everybody, it's family run, super fun. They're all Italian. Hard workers. Probably. I would have an issue, though, uh, eating everything, though. <laughs> Meatballs for days. Yeah. And I love that Cuban sandwich that they have. What do they call it? An Italian Cuban, I think? Scotty, it's my favorite. You're most people don't know this, but you're a Cuban connoisseur. Not, I, of, not of the people, but of the sandwiches. A little bit. Well, you know. Maybe the depends. <laughs> depends. Uh, yeah, especially at Cindy's Cafe is my favorite so far. But over it there, is, I was going to ask you. That's your favorite one. You think out of it all is. Of them? She uh, the way that they make it there, it, it, they shred the meat, which I think is very key. It like it seems Sounds to like hold the flavor. <laughs> it's a Cuban dance move. <laughs> it, w- it was. It was very popular dance in the seventies in the Castro <laughs> area. Shred the meat. Shred the, ew. Well, you said <laughs> it. I didn't mean like that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, we're working on something right now. Can I tell you what I'm working I think you saw it over my shoulder the other night about what I'm working on, Scotty. I'm working on a map. Oh, I did see this. This was a map of, you know, something. Oh, wait. It, I, I do remember. It's Sunrail. Yeah. Sunrail, sunrail Collision. Collision. Because there was another one on Thursday? Wednesday. 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 Uh, at Colonial. And uh, and it's, it, I just kept hearing it and i'm like what what is this what how often is this happening so i asked fdot for a list and they gave me a, a list of all of the collisions not just with cars but also with people that were trespassing on the tracks uh all that stuff and, and they actually keep track of suicides you know and suicides that happen in which way like any kind of suicide or people who intentionally jump in front of the train I, more like they're jumping in front of the train yeah. the other things are all qualified like vehicle on tracks a vehicle like in the right of way 
Uh, and then they had this whole grim suicide list. There was probably about 10. Now, how do you confirm that was a suicide versus somebody got drunk and went? I and guess got... report of them like jumping in front. There's no qualifications mm. of it, and they don't really break it down for you either when you ask. So I couldn't qualify it. Uh, but you'll be able to see a map of where all of those incidents are. I was wondering if there were like corners or, or intersections that were particularly uh, notorious for mm-hmm. having collisions. And there's about two. Where, where did this particular last one happen? Do we know? Colon- Colonial and uh, oh. right at the pedestrian bridge. Well, that's such a mess right now that I, I you, you want to say, well, that's dumb of you for stopping on the tracks. But it's such a mess there that I, I think they're. There are times when you don't even may not realize you are on the tracks. Even I agree, and I hope I hope that's not what happened. I don't I don't like operator error is so scary. I think a lot of them are just people just don't pay. They just think they're fine. But I'll tell you the repercussions of that reverberated throughout Orlando because that we were doing an event for the library out past Hourglass District, and it took me forever to get there wow. because of the overflow traffic. We uh, Jim Hobart posted a map graphic you know from google google maps just on his phone on instagram of 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 all of the red lines it looked like someone was just like (laughs) editing (laughs) editing our road system was just red everywhere uh crazy anyway i I hear that woman didn't die she was just in jail well she was in an suv so but the suv uh she's going shopping i can tell you that because that that picture of the suv it was crumpled it got beat up Reminds me of when uh, I got T-boned by a UPS truck in our smart car. Was it UPS or the Postal Service? US, USPS. USPS. Yeah. We didn't want to blame the the, uh, the, wrong, the, the folks wrong. in Brown because <laughs> they'll sue us. Yeah. I'll tell you, I was in Brown. You were. <laughs> <laughs> T-boned I in get smart it. car. I get Holy jeez. Well, and let's, let's uh, give it up for the smart car because it proved that mm-hmm. you know the, the structure of it can take it people people would talk to us about that and we'd explain how it was made and they wouldn't believe it but that that car held up if you're gonna eat that chip I, i'd like you to eat it right into the microphone so people can hear like that yes what's that, a- that? asmr i don't think that one's ASMR. Like oh there we go i'm eating crispy chips crunch, i'm auditioning crunch, crunch. for a potato chips commercial if anybody would like to hire oh, me all right you got a big chin and be perfect what like for close-ups you know Oh, I yeah, looks see. Good. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Tonight, the Florida Film Festival officially begins. Yes, and we're going. We're going. We got tickets. We're going to be there. I hear Richard Dreyfus will not be there yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss that because I have a show. Uh, the Blair Witch Project 20th anniversary screening is this Sunday. If you yep. want the details for that, you can go to our event picks, weekend event picks. It's in there. We should do a poll about, of your readers and say, who actually found this movie scary? You did see what people said. No, I, I, I thought it was interesting, but I didn't find it scary. It made John motion sick. He was talking about that on well, last Well, John's episode. a bit wimpy. <laughs> Scotty Campbell. <laughs> Tampa Food Hall. Love you, John. Hall on Franklin is opening a new location in... The yard at Ivanhoe. In Ivanhoe Village, I saw that. It's in a two-story building that they're building there in the southwestern corner of the property. You can see it has like a little tower in it, I think. Um, or that's like a weird elevator. I haven't figured that out Who yet. Knows? Who knows? I don't understand what, you know, yeah. what's going on <laughs> you there. You got some feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to have 12 vendors, mostly out of Tampa. That's kind of exciting to see like new faces in the scene. And uh, they'll also operate a bar 
because <laughs> we don't have it we don't have any bars it's here full in service <laughs> full service and so you you come in you get a comprehensive menu for all 12 food vendors and then waiters will wait on you but like go and collect the food from the different vendors and bring it to you oh uh, full I don't service. like that you don't like that no, i knew you're gonna I say did. that you know why why tell I me love it <laughs> well, maybe I'll like it because I, 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 I am a little bit over, you know, the uh, I, I won't name any names, but they're the, 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 these counter service places because I just feel like it's a little lazy on their part. So maybe having a personable person helping you and and running it'll be it'll be kind of be like having a dresser at at a i would rather it was like a digital thing and you like click on a tablet oh, you want to talk want, to and anybody. then they'll just bring it to you you don't want to talk to anybody. as you as you type it in well then i'm just worried it's going to get too busy right and then let's say i have like a whole it, bunch of waiters it probably will be and food runners i it should just be food runners you order on a tablet they get the order at the stall they print it out their own food runner brings you the food that way you could just like go crazy. Let's talk about something else cool that happened in Ivanhoe Village. Okay. At, right at the entrance where you go into Manello and uh, the Science Center, uh-huh. there is an electric box that for years I have wanted to repaint because it uh, was was uh, commandeered by the folks in Mills 50 and that box is not in Mills 50. So I had feelings. I was a little bit out of shape and I made it be known. Uh, but we left it. And uh, it's been repainted now. A gorgeous repainting job, and it honors John Young, which is appropriate not only because he is from the area, but also John the Young is the astronaut. He, he, well, he was an astronaut. Yeah, a sexy no astronaut. He was. He was really handsome, wasn't he? With like piercing eyes. Oh no, I think we did a piece. Go on ahead, him. just talk about that for just a while. Want everybody to know how handsome <laughs> John Young was. You don't. That gets mowed over. You know. Yeah, he was an astronaut, but he was a sexy astronaut. I, I think at the time, everybody thought all of them were because you know they yeah, were, they were like space cowboys. They were just going up there, and nobody knew what was going to happen. And they were like, "Shoot me up there! I don't care." I haven't seen the finished product yet. It's good. Oh yeah, yeah. The pictures. I haven't seen it in person, but it's it's gorgeous, and I think it's really cool because uh, the science center was called named after him and uh, then somebody uh, back in the history of it uh, gave them a big check and said giving you this big check but I think it should be called the Orlando Science Center and they went to John Young and he said take the money change the name uh, but and then the planetarium was John Young and then for some reason when they moved into the new building there is nothing with John Young's name on it in the new building so I love that there's this electric box honoring him and and that it's gorgeous why is it why would they just name like if you're gonna rename something at least like keep the original name somewhere yeah right? I, d- I don't know I don't know exactly what happened uh, but I, I do know to fundraise you need that cash I right? do know nobody who is there currently was uh responsible for not carrying the name over but you know they they, they anyway it's it's rectified now they're i know everybody will, will be asking about john young I, I know this was a polite segue so you didn't have to talk about the yard but i just want to say there's a couple more things that you should know about the property <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> give it to me just so you know um there are rumors and i know who i know it's for sure but there's a 24-hour diner that's about to sign a lease there we can't say who it is but i know who it is and people will be excited Yep. Uh, and then there's also a trendy coffee chain that will be opening in a shipping container unit on the property as well. So stay tuned for more information on that. We'll tell you ASAP as soon as we can, but we promise not to say anything until it was official and contracts were signed because we don't like to make things up. Well, also, so many things have changed there. 
back and forth. Oh, yeah. The, people, all, the theater space that was promised for the venue, but then they then backed out into moving into that space, is going to be a doggy daycare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just because, Lord. well, just as the arrangement of it, they had this like retreated recessed space with like no windows because they mm. designed it to be a theater. What could you put into this large space? And they're like, oh, okay, dogs. <laughs> and we'll put them behind. There's actually going to be a uh, a bike path, an extension that's going to go along the train tracks, which is pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, you can scoot around it like an ambulatory. Uh, Scotty, what do you think happens if you swim in Lake Eola? I, I don't think it's a very good idea. I think you should probably uh, make sure you have all your shots, and uh, then I think you should go see someone right after you get out of that water because... But also, I understand there was an incident, and I could understand perhaps doing that one night. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. You've with, done it, huh? Have you done it? Have I done it? No, no, no. But I could understand that. But also, isn't there a whole thing with the, the church that's nearby where they they dive I don't think in they there? Do it they don't do that anymore. It's actually city code right, a passage. It's, that it's they a used to do. city code violation to swim in any lakes that are within the city boundaries, unless you have a private beachfront. If, right. If, if you have a private beachfront, then you have the immediate access to that water that's right there abutting your property. But people do in Lake Ivanhoe, it's supposed to. Because they have private access to the lakes. You're not supposed to be swimming out in the middle. You have to be swimming near your But beach. there's a boat launch. That's there's... recreation use. So like okay. recreational watercraft, which is, which is okay. But you can't be like swimming... You're not supposed to. Okay. So there's a difference between like a swimming and using pool. recreational, right? Yeah. Well, and that's for everybody's own protection because, well, no, it. Let's 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 be real. I would say that's for everybody's own protection because amoebas, yada yada yada, all that stuff. But it's really because the city doesn't want to be sued for somebody drowning in there. There are no. There, <laughs> Mr. Rocky just walked by from K Restaurant, one of the most wonderful servers oh. in the world love him wonderful man shout out shout hey. out to rocky <laughs> we're actually gonna be dining at k restaurant next week for next week's episode they're gonna be feeding us food hopefully yeah. we get rocky again we had rocky last time we visited nice. uh water lakes the lakes here in orlando you could drink lake highland lake highland not a lot of people know this was the drinking source for the city of orlando uh, at one time no longer because people developed around it. They built lawns. They're right. Put you, their fertilizer on their fertilizer lawn. has tarnished it. You just can't drink that water anymore. Plus, there was that plume there from the Sentinel back in the day. Um, <clears throat> don't drink the water. But Scotty, uh, that's me. All of these lakes now are overseen by the stormwater people, right? Oh well, they yeah, right because they're Rightly being so. treated as stormwater runoff. They're basically large retention ponds, and so the right. use has gone from drinking water and, and keeping water quality up to treating it as a place for water just to go when it rains. And because of that, for miles around, I think it's a, there's a ten mile radius around Lake Eola. All of that water from downtown Wall Street yeah. flows directly into Lake Eola, right? Uh, and it, and, and that's you, because that's to keep it out of the streets. Where else is it going to go? Right. And if you take a moment to think about the stuff that people are throwing down in the ground, uh, not picking up after the dogs, yep. that stuff washes, and anything that winds up on the ground or in the streets is winding up in our lakes. Cigarette butts is a major one. I'm not sure what this. 
attitude is where people who smoke, you know, not not everybody, obviously, but so often I see this people who I think are very. It's a throwaway culture. Yeah. For people who smoke. And they think it's small. It's one little thing. It's not going to make a difference. But small things add up. That's that's the rule of life. Martha, stop throwing out your cigarette bets. Bets, butts. We yeah, doing? Martha. I don't. I don't is know, that I'm a putting assigning the name to it? Oh, okay. Because I thought it was funny. I don't. I don't know Martha, no. but I, I would hope she's a responsible. A gentleman would have laughed at that joke. Scotty. No, but I saw. I saw someone recently that I was a little surprised at. Just you know, and it was like a totally unconscious thing. There goes the butt. So now, so you have to be. There's bacteria issues in the water. Lake Eola specifically, you don't go in. This guy could be. He. We talked to a judge. First, we talked to Sergeant something something. <laughs> at Orlando Police. His name, it's in, it's in the Bugalore The article, OPD, so and he told us, uh, I want to say Baker, but I know that's wrong. And he told us how it's a violation, could could go to jail for a couple of days, definitely goes there overnight. Uh, any police officer whose skin is exposed to the water, then they have to test the water to make sure that the water's okay, otherwise it's a work hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the divers had who had to go retrieve this dude from the fountain had his his mask knocked off so he was definitely exposed because that guy resisted uh that dude needed to get screened apparently for like a mental evaluation apparently according to a judge told us this he was like first they would need to be screened because if you're going to jump in that water you're probably crazy (laughs) or drunk (laughs) right really he they went there he wasn't no well i don't know they couldn't tell me that hasn't been released yet uh because that's what I'm saying. When I'm saying, it's also dangerous, Scotty. I could see that happening Bes- some night. But besides the water quality issue, Scotty, right. sorry to cut you off, but it's your thing. I promise I wouldn't do it anywhere, and I'm cutting you <laughs> off all the time. Uh, there's a pump, a six thousand gallon underwater pump that will pump water from underneath it, underneath the fountain, sixty feet into the air. Yeah. Right. When they first turned that on back in the 90s, after like some re- I think they just added it so they could make the water go higher, they sucked fish in and it was sprayed sushi all over like a Sharknado sequel, like it was crazy. Uh, well, Sharknado prequel, right? Prequel, oh, because it was just little fishes and then they got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, and time wise, it happened, happened before, before Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Sorry to correct you. Uh, so if you're swimming there and it kicks into that 60 foot spout you could get sucked underneath right so not okay and then we'd make a movie about anyway, it anyway we're just saying don't swim in lake eola the, the lake eola incident and a Dummy. premiere at florida film festival next year the new image youth center is this it's like a yeah. after school program they're looking Paramount. for a new home is that what i read they, yeah, yeah. They, they have like 100 plus students they just are turning people away right left wow and center. that's great though we've done some work with them in the past with art reach orlando uh the building's old and needs some help too so they're looking for a new home and so if you have a space where you think that people with an outdoor playground that could easily be translated into a youth center give us a call or slip into our dms and we'll put you in in contact with the right how about some of these folks who have this retail space that is empty Empty. all over orlando there must be something that could be adapted i know the playground thing is a is tricky because there's one at um there's one at the science center and people are always uh, wanting to go into it. But part of the rule is that it's just for, you know, the preschool, but it's got a way I mean, of Jasmine. Could, you think you could, is there is some, a property that comes to mind that could have the they school stay, and also because they service kids who can like walk to the center and yeah, Paramore Holden Heights. Uh, they want to stay in that area. 
And I know I can think of a couple of buildings that are nearby that are owned by like the cowherds, so, uh, who own a lot of Paramore. Yeah. But uh, I don't know why that hasn't been offered. I don't know if they have enough money to be paying for a larger space. So there's there's a lot of things. Well, hope they're, hopefully on these developers. And they're 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 not uh, short sighted about the things that need to exist there, um, and and are not just looking at the almighty dollar. But we'll see. There's a really cool project happening on the west side of Winter Park called the Sage Project. Crowley's throwing it. It's uh, opening tonight, but it will run through August. They took photographs and did some interviews, video interviews, with 17 local black seniors who grew up in West Winter Park. Uh, so they're, you can see their stories, hear their stories, see beautiful portraits of them. From what I saw, the things that I was sent uh, in a press release, it looks fantastic. I'm definitely going to stop by. So when they're saying sage, they're talking about mm-hmm. a person. Yes. Okay. Like a knowledgeable person. Awesome. I love that word. For me, it means like wizard, but I don't know. Well, hopefully if a wizard is worth their salt, they are a sage. Love but me. you never know. You could be like misled, right? Wasn't there a bad wizard in, in the Lord of the, the Rings? Sage, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Saruman. Saruman, the played light. by Christopher Lee. And you know what? With that, Scotty Campbell, we're going to take a break. I think it's a good idea. Come back after the break. We're going to tell you all about a lynching memorial that's coming to downtown Orlando. On Sunday, April 14th, please join Orlando Science Center for a special day of fun and discovery for the low price of $10 per person. That's right. Sunday, April 14th is $10 day at Orlando Science Center. Come and check out four floors of fun and discovery, exhibits, live shows, films, all for one low price. You can see the new aerospace exhibit, Above and Beyond. Participate in the final day of Superhero Week, which is in our kids' town for the Littlest Heroes, presented by 321 Creative. See the new film, Superpower Dogs in 3D, learning about the life-saving and extraordinary bravery of some of the world's most amazing dogs. Get hands-on with your creativity in the Hive, a makerspace, or check out chemistry experiments in Dr. Dare's lab, or see... The stunning spirit bear, a rare species of bear in the Great Bear Rainforest in the last temperate rainforest on Earth in Great Bear Rainforest in the Dr. Phillips Cynodome. Check out this and all kinds of other cool experiences for just $10 at Orlando Science Center on Sunday, April 14th. For more information, please visit osc.org. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Strengthen your business skills with our online interactive QuickBooks class. Learn to process payroll and more with QuickBooks Pro Levels 1 to 4. This course is April 15th to the 18th. Spring has sprung and you can celebrate with Little Chef Bird's Nest Treats at our Hiawassee branch on April 16th. Little ones and their caregivers can learn how to make this fun treat. Save the date. May 10th, Friends of Orange County Library System will present Library After Hours with Brittany Hennessy, author of Influencer, Building Your Personal Brand in the Age of Social Media. Tickets are now on sale. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. 
Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor, and with me today is... Scotty Campbell. We're hanging out at Eola General in Lake Eola Heights, and I just ate a great breakfast sandwich. I had the same thing, and it was delicious. On a bagel. Hashtag on a bagel. So far, everything that I've had here has been delicious, and, it, and the staff is super friendly, which is always a plus. And they have pickles. They do have pickles. <laughs> La- yeah, I forgot, La- like last time, the chef specifically brought out some special pickles for me. I gotta say, Scotty, sitting... Across the street uh, from these beautiful residential houses, the house directly across from us must be the most peed on. Right. So we're at the intersection of Cathcart and what is that? Amelia? Amelia. Uh, I've seen like, I want to say like 12 dogs have since we started recording. I mean, this is, we we don't have, you know, extensive research on this, but it does seem likely that it's the most peed on yard in Orlando. I'm going to get them an award. That is for, we should say, specify canines, because obviously when it comes to human beings, our yard is the most most peed on in Orlando. But we don't tell people where we live. No, we don't. No. Uh, Here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Before the break, we were talking about the sun. We're doing a sun rail collision map of where... Should be interesting for anybody to take a look at that. Uh, how, why you should not be swimming in Lake Yola yes. like that one dude yeah. did. We, something we have to tell you, apparently. And a, <laughs> yeah, in really cool events. Uh, upcoming, let's talk about, hey, yesterday, Israel landed on the moon. I heard about this. How about that? Yeah. You were napping. That's awesome. Because you ate something you should have, shouldn't have. And I... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, just I deny to... <laughs> this. I just think that things in the fridge should be better labeled. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it was Fox Day. I took the day off anyway, so Happy it was perfect. day after Fox Day, Rollins College. If you don't know what that is, just type Fox Day into our search bar on bugler.com and you'll find out why. It's awesome. Tradition started by Hamilton Holt way back when. So while you were napping, I got to watch it live. Oh, cool. On the YouTubes. Well, then I saw the rocket, so it was a big day for outer space because SpaceX also shot up a rocket. Big day Very for human outer space. centric. Very human right? centric. So you know, I'm sure bigger things have happened in space. Now, you, th- there you go, space. Now, back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? There, we have uh, the International Space Station is at risk because of all of the sh- shrapnel debris up there left over from an india space mission oh i think it's probably more than that because we we leave we from the very beginning we've left crap up there well look at but before that even the you know like we you know bruce's little play mutnik was about the dogs they they just shot those things and then then they just left them the can you give people some context about what you're talking about right now oh sure his play mutnik was about the russian space program not that they were the only ones doing this but they would shoot dogs up into space to kind of observe them but there was no plan for bringing them back so there are dead dogs up there and sad still well wouldn't they what would happen to them they could get sucked into that black hole and then on the other end they're like in a field happy and chasing butterflies one would hope that's what i'm thinking (laughs) on the other side is doggy heaven i'm not sure if all that stuff just made sense but they're used to that if they listen to (laughs) uncle orange bus alfondin is expanding i heard that i love alfondin alfondin is a college-run hotel boutique hotel in winter park run by rollins college and they had 73 rooms but they're expanding to 185 Nice. And then probably more room for art because they're an overflow for Cornell Fine Arts Museum, Agreed. which is brilliant. Brilliant idea. 
the proceeds from running the hotel go back into scholarships. They give four-year, $240,000 scholarships to That's students. Awesome. They've given out 53 since they launched. The and hotel. one of my favorite restaurants, Hamilton Kitchen, Ham- Hamilton's Kitchen, which is named after the same guy who started Fox Day. Did you know that? Started what? Started Fox Day. Oh, I think you said Fox. Hamilton Hall. I think you said Fox Tail. <laughs> no, Fox I Day. Like, I don't think that's right. As much as Fox Tail is, is is tasty, it is not as awesome as Fox Day. I have to Gosh. say, day in spring. Keep an eye on everybody. That. No classes. Bungalow or in the bus, listeners will know that we told you about this all fun expansion on episode sixty-one. That's right. That's how long ago. This if you're was. a big fan and you listen to every episode. <laughs> Uh, we told you before the break that there's going to be a lynching memorial coming to downtown Orlando. This is the results of the Equal Justice Initiative, yep. a group that's uh, trying to bring attention to the treatment of black citizens in the southern states and or the mistreatment, if you will. And they're actually doing a number of lynching memorials across the southern states. And in each one, they will identify somebody like more prevalent that people might know. And mm-hmm. so this local one is going to be about July Perry specifically right. as well as which, the other. Which is great because the only time I would ever hear his name come up is when I would go on the tour of Greenwood with Don and he right. would bring and it up. I, it. Uh, so it, it needs attention. You know what? Shout out to Don Price. I think Don Price was the first person to tell me about the Okoe massacre. Yeah. Uh, which was the result of this man, July Perry, if you don't know, who tried to vote. This was the first year. I can't remember the year, uh, but it was the first year that uh, African-Americans were given the vote as well as women. And when July Perry went to show up, he was chased out uh, by white people, grumpy white people. And uh, he came back with a gun to try to declare that he did have a right to vote. And they didn't like that either. And they chased him down, and actually he was arrested, and when he was in Orange County Courthouse, apparently a mob came, dragged him out uh, of the of Orange County Jail, where he had, was spending the night, and uh, subsequently lynched him. Well, and one question listeners might have it's, is it's Okoe, but actually the marker is going to be outside the History Center in downtown. And it turns out there are a couple of reasons for that. One is they're not exactly sure where it happened. There's some idea about it. they know that he was there. They know that the mob came and got him from Orange County Jail, which is right there. Okay. Yeah. So that's... uh, Okay. (laughs) If you say so. No, that's what it says. Okay. It says in the new marker material, which we shared. You can see that on bungalore.com. Okay. Yep. Crazy. I'm glad they're doing it. It's so important to talk about. There's a video that Equal Justice put up about, I can't, in another city where they were putting up a marker and a woman was talking about her personal experience because one of her uh, ancestors had been lynched and how her family just doesn't talk about it and how, but she didn't understand why. And she said, there's a lot of families that just didn't talk about it that because it was like a point of shame for them, but it shouldn't be right. It's something you should talk about so people can learn. Uh, and you can see that interview as well on bungalow.com. We shared it in the post. I just loved it. 4,000 people lynched in southern states, 33 in Orange County. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's say something nice. What's that? No, let's, no, we'll no because nice. actually my mind is going to a completely uh, different... It's related. It's related to this topic, but you know, when when we we went to a game recently, and I won't say the name of the team just because we had a lovely time, and I don't want them to be associated with this. But it was weird to see something memorializing Rich DeVos, which to me, 
I understand then the feeling of you know walking past a memorial for Robert E. Lee, and then you know I understand where that that comes from. But it, but it's interesting that we don't talk about it uh, in situations like that because it's more recent. Maybe do we have we need time to to digest and decide when it's okay to 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 call someone out on on their hate? I maybe. You had a big heart, Scotty Campbell. Well, you know, I, that's very selfish, actually, because sports. for me, it, it's that's something I take personally, you know. But it gave me a window into understanding, you know, why these Confederate statues are coming down. And you know what, Scotty, we got to take a break, and okay. we're going to introduce. We did a great interview with the people behind the Florida Film Festival, which starts tonight. You can hear all about it right now. We're here to talk about all things film festival, Florida Film Festival, hosted at NZ, and it's kicking off tonight at NZ and Maitland. And with me are my new friends from the film festival. Will you guys just say who you are and what you do for the fest? Sure. I am Valerie Cisneros, and I'm the marketing manager. And I'm Tim Anderson. I'm a programming coordinator. Ooh, so fancy. That's what so, they tell me. <laughs> so we've been partying all night at this point. Yes, this is pre-recorded. Uh <laughs> And we just opened the festival with the best documentary about Miss Uhura herself. Will you talk a little bit about the opening? Oh, my God. This would be such an incredible thing for us to get a chance to play. I mean, it's not just because the director, Todd Thompson, is from Orlando and he's been at the festival for, you know, a dozen years or more as an alumni. But, like, I just, like, I feel like I like a lot of Star Trek and things. And I love NASA, but I had no idea that this woman is literally responsible for basically the first minority everywhere like across the board to be diversification of the space program although we still don't have enough women's spacesuits whatever that's about right we can't (laughs) (laughs) i heard that they can't spacewalk yeah they only they didn't have enough like that fit them that's crazy we'll talk about that later uh but you just added another screening of it right of we added our third screening which is a record we've never had three screenings of the opening night movie on opening night ever and when is what time is the third screening the third screening is at 8 30 8 30 well it's too late y'all you already missed it. Uh, but there's some other great things happening. Richard Dreyfus is coming to town for the festival. Yeah, I mean, it's this is huge. Like, Dreyfus is like, I mean, that, he's an icon, so. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about the screening that he's hosting? Yeah, he's playing uh, his Oscar-winning film, The Goodbye Girl. And then following the film, we're doing a live engaging Q&A with him on stage with the entire audience. So we're really excited and thrilled to be bringing an Oscar winner here. Um to the festival it's it's we're really proud uh and what time what dates is that is it the 12th oh i'm sorry no that's friday april 19th at 7 30 okay tickets are 60 dollars yes. right and you get to stay for the q a okay i love it close enough that you can touch them i really want to put don't in a touch request him. don't touch no touching <laughs> richard dreyfus <laughs> oscar winning richard dreyfus no touching uh i would love to have a Jaws dive-in movie screening with them. We can sit on interviews. You know, um, the City of Winter Park actually uh, licensed us to do that with them last year in the summer. They played it in a pool. Like, I wrote about you can, it. <laughs> can we do it again now that he's here? We do need to do it on a lake. What did you, oh, where no. You could definitely die. Amoebas, Tim. Amoebas. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, what else do we need to look for for this festival? Can you just... What's the primer? Is it kind of like Fringe where it's just things happening all the time? How many... Are, this is the most film screenings ever that you're having this festival, right? Yes. 
Yes, there's a lot to do. There, I mean, there's stuff going on every single day of the festival, all 10 days. Um, I Sadly, I know that you will have missed opening night by the time you've heard this, which is an incredible party. So if you missed it this year, definitely come next year for that. But um, we have parties all week and we close the festival with our awards bash, which is really cool. We're doing it in a classic car speakeasy this year. Wow. So there's all these cool cars and uh, a good portion of the night is open bar with a dinner buffet. Then we have the award ceremony. Then after that, we have a spooky pop-up theme park coming. Um, so you get to go through this like fun little haunted adventure. Does, it, does that tie in specifically with some of the screenings or are they like spooky? It doesn't. It's just no. our quirky thing. Just a random just spooky a random pop-up. Thing. That's, you just said all my favorite things. <laughs> No, I'm super excited about the festival. I guess if you've never been before, but you've managed to fringe, because I fringe every year, is like just go there and just kind of embrace the atmosphere and be flexible to do it. Look, jumps up on your radar and looks amazing. Like Valerie and I always say that even if you've never been to a festival before, easy way to dip your toe in. That you know the spotlight films are big. You know they've got names in it, people you've heard of. So you know it's not too scary to jump off the deep end. If say Kenneth Branagh made the movie, um, but or see a shorts program because short programs are the most eclectic and most diverse stuff that we have. And if you hate a short, you know it's usually over in like two or three minutes, and then the next one pops up. So. Don't be shortest. I just caught the uh, international film shorts for one of the screenings, and it was amazing. And the best part is, if they're awkward, I know that they're over really quick. Yeah. So I don't have to, like, I, I'm that kind of guy that has to be able to pause a movie at home if it's too much for me, and then, like, come back to it in a couple seconds. And I didn't have to do that for the shorts. Yeah, I mean, we always tell everybody that there's like there should be a movie for everybody, but not every movie for everybody. Like, so we love everything that we program, but we don't expect we're pushing boundaries and 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 pushing the needle forward. And you know, if you love everything that you know we've programmed, well, that's amazing. But I almost feel like we failed at our job if you if you loved it all. So there's 184 films. Yes. Uh, you. You can get festival passes. Otherwise, what's the average cost of a movie if you yeah. don't want to do so, the pass? So one ticket is all it takes to experience this festival. And it's uh, just $12 for one ticket. If you plan on seeing multiple films, you should buy a package because then you can buy tickets for a discount, like a bulk package. Um, or you can get a pass and do the festival like a VIP. So you don't have to worry about, you know, exchanging your tickets or buying tickets on time. You can just stand in the line and get in and as soon as doors open and get a nice seat and i love it yeah you also serve food there's a add-on if you haven't been to enzyme before you're crazy there's a there's a restaurant where they will bring you food while you're sitting in like a comfy couch yep full service restaurant inside the theater which and means outside, it's better than home yeah yeah and outside we have eden bar where we have all fun tiki cocktails and wine and beer of all kinds so we're, we're right out of time can you say really quick the the dates of the festival and maybe something that people really shouldn't miss out on sure I the dates of the festival are April 12th through the 21st and things you should miss out on are filmmakers um, there's over 130 filmmaker badges out right now those filmmakers are all going to come here um, some of far as way as South Korea um, go meet anyone with a filmmaker badge and ask them what their movie is yes I love it thanks guys thanks for having us Thank and uh, everybody you can go to floridafilmfestival.com com for any more information <laughs> that you need thank you very much Florida Film Festival. Looking forward to going there tonight, man. I am too. I'm gonna stay up late. I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> really? Past your bedtime. I'm gonna hang out with Nichelle Nichols. Hoorah! I heard she wasn't gonna be there though. I know, but 
don't care. We're just we'll we're just let people assume. I hope they have a cutout. But we're seeing an awesome documentary about her. That's why her name came <laughs> up. And her so. role in diversifying the space, the space program, program. Even which, though, like I just said, they still don't have enough astronaut suits. Spacewalks. Has there been a gay women. astronaut yet? Oh, I'm sure. I don't. I don't know. I think Harvey Firestein should get on that. <laughs> Didn't Lance diversify the. Space? Oh, I don't think he ever made it. <laughs> oh, sad right? face. I don't think he did. We don't have much time, so we have a bunch more things okay, to rhyme let's get on it. Let's get on it. People. I'm going right. to say things, and then you say, cool, not cool. cool. All right. So we landed on the moon. We already did that. <laughs> the Orlando Business Journal talked about the Publix touring the Church Street Station, which is currently vacant for a potential upcoming boutique Publix chain. I want to say it's called Greenwise. Weird location. Okay. Uh, Macy's is opening something called Story in Mall at Millennia, and it's like a pop-up, very editorial, Instagram-friendly, and very gallery. So keep your eyes open for that. It's interesting that like retail giants uh, doing things that skew towards millennials. Smart. UCF is hiring twelve security officers for the Creative Village. The cost wow. per officer, Scotty. Yes. Guess, guess what it costs. Per uh, I would. I would hope. You, or you mean their salary? Uh, I think it's also like. Their benefits and all yeah. that. So round up. Over 70. 114,000. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and 12 seems like a low number to me, but. I'm going to tell you about stories we're working on. Okay. You can tell me if you're excited or not. Okay. There are 20 trees that are going to be removed along Edgewater Drive very uh, soon. How do you feel about that? That's how I feel about that. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. I love trees. And, and what, what I what I don't like about that when I hear them being removed and maybe it, maybe they need to be, so there's no plan for what are what are we going to do to make up for that? You know, where where's the tree planting happening? Where do you hear what they're doing when they take out a tree? Uh, Dean Grandin, the man about town at City of Orlando, he's one of the big uh, city planners, is or the biggest is retiring after 15 years of shaping the city. We'll be talking with him la- next week. Oh, nice little interview. Uh, there's an Instagram friendly focused business coming to paramore and we'll tell you more about that in the coming weeks what in the world does that mean kind of like along the lines of museum of ice cream lord mm-hmm. okay orlando science center is giving out seventy two thousand dollars worth of programming budgets to local artists and organizations who want to work with them on the upcoming blockbuster pompeii exhibits i haven't written about it yet but i hopefully will next week outpost is moving not closing, but that, well, they're taking out their college park location. It's moving somewhere in Maitland. We're going to tell you where very soon. <laughs> that won't be happening until the fourth quarter. But of until the then, year. they want you to know they are open. They're in open college park. for business. Go eat some good until food. Until the fourth quarter. You can still go there and patron them. They've been very nice to us. We you like can them. patron them. I don't like saying patronize because I feel like I'm wagging my finger. Oh, that's a good point. And I think patron them mm-hmm. could catch on. <laughs> should be a mean. You're so rude to me. No, I was Get supporting you. Stop talking. That's what I'm here for. Uh, record store day is happening this Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. at Park Ave. But you also have something to say about something that's happening this week, right, Scotty? Before right. Uh, well, there's not only Park Ave. There's several others, and including the used uh, our used bookstore at um, the main main library. And speaking of libraries, it's National Library Week that winds up tomorrow uh so it's a good time to go get your library card or uh go use your library card how about that that's great 
The U.S. Air Guitar Championship is taking place at Geek Easy. That's a joint to the a comic shop <laughs> off of Semeron. <laughs> That's uh, a thing. Okay. 6 to 9 p.m. And tickets are 5 to $25. I'm assuming the more expensive ones are closer to the stage. And I'm making fun of it. And now all I do is I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Spring Jazz and Blues is taking place at Lou Gardens. Oh, that sounds like fun. Also Saturday, fifteen to twenty bucks. Uh Tin and Taco is opening their Soto location. Very exciting. Why is by. it farther away from where we live? Soon they'll be opening one in College Park, okay. Scotty. It's going to be okay. All right. And the former the pie space. I think maybe if they open one in my office, that would be perfect location. <laughs> I'll talk to Rob. Rob Bear, the owner. Uh, Sunday, it's $10 admission day at Orlando Science Center, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can get in for 10 bucks. I say bring your kids in for 10 bucks. Leave them in the... Oh, there goes Beth Hobart. Bike and by. She doesn't even see us. Hey, girl. Uh, leave your focused. kid at the hive in the maker space and run away and go have a drink. Uh, oh, we're running out of time. Whiskey Lou's is celebrating their 50th anniversary, noon to 8 p.m. Sabrina, <laughs> also from Monsters, or uh, from News Junkie, is going to be there. There's oh, also nice. free beer. Opera on Eola is happening. It's just what it sounds like. Opera singer is at Eola. I, and hopefully not swimming, hopefully not swimming. <laughs> in the lake. Noon to 4 p.m. Told free. you why that was a bad idea. If you've never heard opera before, this is a great opportunity to go hear it for the first time because it's free. Uh, Poutine Palooza is taking place. Yes, I love this. 3 to 6 p.m. at East End Market. I'm a judge along with Scott Maxwell and my buddy Jim Colbert. What date is that? Sunday. Oh, gosh. So I need to PM. stop eating between now and then because that's going to be all my tickets. calories. There's three restaurants are competing with their own iteration of poutine. Uh, Reyes Mezcaleria, Ravenous Pig, and Sushi Pop. Taste of Winter Park is taking place in the Farmer's Market, Winter Park Farmer's Market from 5 to 8 p.m. 50 to $60 tickets. Uh, and that's it. Hope we should also mention uh, the Little Merman for the Black, the Black Lagoon, Lagoon, which stars me. As, so go as see as it at Stonewall. Mantis Shrimp at Stonewall. Easiest thing to do. It's on Brown Paper Ticket, or uh, you can find us on Facebook. Thanks, everybody, for hosting us and listening. And Thank you, out. everybody. Bye.